Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. You're Abby. Dear Kiki. Dear Captain. Red Fox to you. Desperate Housewives. Pinot Grigio. Who doesn't want to marry power. Love you like Four I love you. <laughs> Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill-advised. Ill-advised. This is ill-advised. Hi, Biffs. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to Ill Advice. A podcast where two best friends tell you what to do when someone else already has. And not your parents. Or your therapists. All right. Shoop. <laughs> um, Welcome to Mental Health Awareness Month. The last episode of Mantle. Mantle. Yeah. Mantle Health Awareness <laughs> Month. <laughs> <laughs> or mental health awareness month. Depends However you pronounce it. <laughs> In my house, we say, get over it. Mm. No, we don't. Not anymore. In his house, he says, you speaky spani. Somebody speaky spani? No, we don't. Um, I'm Stephanie. I'm Ray. Right. <laughs> We've got to get better at this. But first. The podcast. Yeah. That's all I got. The biffing podcasters. Yeah. Effing biffs. Um, Speaking of mental health. Let's talk about this wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See what I did there? Yeah. The other medication. <laughs> we are self-medicating with a 2017 Chardonnay. Ooh, Chardonnay. Sebastiani. North Coast. So I'm going to guess it's from California. It is. Sonoma. Oh, perfect. Yes. And it's $18.99. I guess people think that's expensive, right? Yeah, for a small bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Stay in line with that damn microphone. I was leaning over to look at the bottle. Oh. Because you said it was Chilean? No, I thought it was earlier. This one's from Sonoma. I... Grabbed the Chilean oh, one and put it back because I name. think we had it now that I think about it. The name was. This one is, I don't know, Sebastiani. Sebastini. Yeah, that's it. Nope, Sebastiani. Sebastian. With an I at the end. Okay. California Sebastian. Goddamn California Sebastians. This looks like a. Melted butter. Looks like I need to drink a whole lot of water. Yep. I urinate. Yep. This is right after this my is, fucking multivitamin every is, morning. <laughs> no way, this is worse. This is what our pee is going to look like tomorrow morning. No shit. Let's try it. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. Ooh. Yep. Ooh. We don't love it. We don't love it. <laughs> <We don't. laughs> terrible it's no just, uh... it's just not what is it i'm gonna smash this whole microphone do it we don't huh. sebastiani vineyards and winery has been committed to producing great wines in sonoma county since 1904 that commitment just Our started flavors of yellow apple ripe peach and buttered toast I'm sorry, one more time. Buttered toast. Buttered toast. Do they put that in the machine while it's fermenting? Features aromas and flavors. So maybe they brew this wine. Brew is not the right word. 
while they they're buttering their toast. Right. And then they like drop so their the toast aroma inside the tank. Of the buttered toast turns this wine piss buttery yellow. <laughs> and then tasting like the inside of the toaster. <laughs> sure. Yes. It tastes like burnt bread. Yellow and apple carbon. peach toast. That's peach or pear? Peach. Mm. Yellow apple, ripe peach, and buttered toast. Guys, who writes this shit for you? Sebastian. Well, we're not huge fans of it, but we'll drink it. Yeah. It's here. It's not terrible. No, it's not. Just wasn't like, we're, we're not going to go back for it. Yes. I mean, we rarely... If you like sour... It's like that sour, oaky, buttered bread taste. Literally. Sour apples, barrel, and buttered bread. I probably wouldn't have got the buttered bread apart without them saying it. But it definitely tastes like sour apples sitting in an oaky barrel. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Because that's so 2017. Cha. Um, cha. Um, continuing our mental health awareness discussions. Um, we're going to just jump right into it five minutes in. I feel like we need updates. Do we have updates? Um, I saw my therapist. Yay. Yeah. Okay, go on. By like the first time in what? Month and a half, two months. Some Something shit. like that. Yeah. How'd it go? Um, <clears throat> I am unable to disclose... Uh, certain circumstances currently, um, especially what led me to mm -hmm. uh, go back. But she said she wants to focus on um, wise health coming to my mental Let's health. Focus on mental health. health, because that's not what she said. <laughs> <laughs> on a self esteem. Oh. Self-esteem. Huh. She said she really wanted to focus and like kind of hone in on self-esteem um, in order to help my future be less likely to look like my current and or past. Hmm. Things I've allowed, people I've allowed, just my personal beliefs and thoughts of myself types of things that like quote unquote normal people don't accept or don't think or feel or allow. Right. Which leads to all kinds of fucking madness. Hmm. So yeah. I'm back to weekly. <laughs> oh good. Versus my tri weekly. Well, that's a good thing though. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely, especially right now. I don't um, have therapists therapist until this week i don't have therapist oh good not good you need know, therapist wednesday i think i don't know you do have great news though i have great news oh yeah dude how did i forget about that because <laughs> <laughs> mental health awareness because mental health awareness i closed <laughs> on my house this week excuse me Woo! yay round of applause i don't hear you guys louder thank you oh thanks Beth. I wasn't. I love that, that round of applause. I wasn't using my hands. 
It's summer. I got to dress on. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, I closed on my house. And seriously, it, big congratulations to you. Such it's a huge. been a fucking trip for you. Yes. As your best friend, I yes. have witnessed. It's just been so emotionally taxing all around. And every aspect of my life has played like a oh, no fucking shit. But closing was wonderful. Well, that was like you were there, what? It was last night, right? And you said, oh, I brought my. My chef's bench into right. the kitchen. And I cried. I'm such an idiot. And I was like. Oh, I bawled. Are you fucking kidding well, me? I didn't bawl, like, but I did cry. I literally would have been nervous had you not cried, mm -hmm. given everything, everything, not just specific to the house fucking debacle. Yeah. Dis <laughs> I don't know what a word. Word with a D. Yeah, but like all your personal events that have happened during and while you're looking and not to mention, it was a huge deal going from your own home back to... Back home, yeah. Yeah, back home. When I thought I was going to have something right away. You know, living at a friend's or wherever. Like, yeah, that just... Yeah. A whole bunch of fucking... You did it. Yeah, too nuts, though. I'm glad I'm on the other side of it, though. Yeah. You know, I'm dealing with other stuff about the house, but... It was so nice. I, rem I think I told you that the day... Um, that I closed the insurance company calls and goes, congratulations, Mr. Aguirre. And I couldn't even say bye. I was like trying to say thank you, but I couldn't because she said congratulations and I just cried. And I was like, end call. <laughs> <laughs> like in the car. Uh, oh, it was so sorry if you're listening. <laughs> I wasn't a rude um, asshole. I wasn't a rude, I just, I started crying. That's all. I was like, yes, yes, I am. I'm uh, broke again. I really think I'm crying because I'm so upset that I have to pay shit again. <laughs> There's probably a million and ten reasons why you're crying. Oh my God. There's so much going on. So much. But I'm so grateful to be in it. You know, like I don't want to bitch about it. That day, it was very hard. It was very hard to be happy about it the day we closed. It's very hard. Um, and because <clears throat> there was so much more going on than just the house. Mm. And I just, I couldn't enjoy my house the day that I closed because I had to be at work. Work's been very, very stressful. And, you know, one thing on top of the other. And it's just been, been a very interesting ride. Even outside of, like, work, you've had personal stuff. Yeah, and... yeah I think I'm doing a lot better on that side. Um, I know I'm doing a lot better on that side. I'm, like, just grateful all around. I think everything's, everything's good. Life's good. I'm healthy. My kid's healthy. I'm not rich, but I have money to get by, and right. apparently now I have a roof over my head. Fucking A. You know, but if inflation keeps, you know, going up and groceries keep getting more expensive, then I might just find myself living in the basement. Just buy a food stamps. While I rent out the top two fucking floors. <laughs> <laughs> Using a hot plate out of the bulkhead, like... <laughs> So. Sneaking up to meal prep at one in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to my favorite murder. <laughs> in between our own podcasts. Yep, in between our own, yeah. Oh. So yeah, no. It's been... Well, either way, congratulations. Thanks, babe. And I'm proud of you. We'll be there also Saturday. Also happy for you. All day Saturday. Yes. We'll have a blast. Yes. Make, make Wyatt take care of Mia. Yes. <laughs> or Mia. Or have Mia take care of Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so funny. 
So yeah, this is um, episode four of our Mental Health Awareness series, our last episode for Mental Health Awareness Month. If you're not entirely versed on the topic, um, we are mentally, we are afflicted by mental health issues. <laughs> I was like, what? We're just mental. We're, we're mentally, where are you mentally. going with that? <laughs> We're like, mentally I just use mental. the wrong words per usual. <laughs> he just says words. They come out of my mouth. That fucking Facebook memory. <laughs> that you fucking... The words? The words. <laughs> I died. That was good. That was a good one. Uh, I think I tried explaining it to my friend Colin. He wasn't like... He was... Just... No. I was like, you've listened. To inside? Yeah. Like, you've listened. He's like, yeah, but like... Right. I'm pretty sure I'd try to talk to him about it. Yeah. Well, we can't really be sure. We can't be sure about shit. Just like I thought there was several things that I had <laughs> told you that mm, I clearly oh, yeah. did not. Yeah, no, and I'm not faulting you. You're going through some fucking serious shit right now. So, uh, yeah. so um, it just was weird for me. Like, if I fucking didn't tell you, who did I tell? <laughs> I'm like nervous. <laughs> who did I tell? Somebody who's not supposed to know. <laughs> right. Know right. Like, God damn it. Oh, but uh, where are we kicking off today, Beth? Oh, excuse me. That yawn. To bed. And so no nails. You don't have nails. I haven't had nails on for weeks. I'm just noticing then. Well, the first morning that I didn't have them, you woke up and said, Mommy, you broke your fingers? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, you observant <laughs> fucking amazing creature oh my god broke um, my fingers. i broke my life oh my god my personalities and my fingernails <laughs> right <laughs> everyone else every other woman relies now. on their hair i can't tap and poke or do nothing How can I pick point up a quarter? somebody's like what are you pointing at I'm like that <laughs> um but so yeah i mean speaking of my beautiful wonderful amazing child um, and also specific, uh, situations that I'm going through. I've been thinking a lot about, um, I guess in general, like mental health while either raising your own child mm -hmm. and, or being a child raised from someone, um, who lives with mental health challenges, um, so I think that's, I mean, I know for you and myself, we're both children of and raising our own children um, with mental health while yep. having our own mental, mental health, health right. issues to deal with. Right. The, it's a, such a, an interesting dynamic across the board, I think, to see history repeat itself in a sense yeah right in a sense and it's have they found is it there's like a predisposition to these things right genetically yes they can be passed on genetically so yes. it, it's it's so hard to see it be such a <clears throat> normal trait you know um but to me it's also kind of hard to accept that it's hard to see things like that when I thought that there were like 5 million percent of Americans go through this shit and then it's really only like 20. 20, right? So I swore it's it still, was. No, guys, just fucking start seeing your therapist so we can get this number up. 
Because it's fascinating to us that despite it being so openly spoken about these days with social media, you mentioned TikTok. Yeah. There's like, there's like whole, a whole TikTok. And there's like an Instagram renaissance everything. of like mental health awareness right. and self-empowerment and betterment and coaching, etc. And it's just so fascinating that it's still, there's still a stigma. There's still, yeah, people you know, worried about seeking health and that type of thing. It's just so weird. But now we are in a position where we're, we've sought our own help and our kids are seeing this at the yeah, forefront. Yeah, do you think, um, well, yeah, you can't really say that. I guess, because you said, you know, you mentioned previously that you started medication at what age? 16, 15, 16. So, like, long before you had your child. Yep, and then the day he was born, I threw away my pill bottle. Oh, right, right, right. But so what led you to seek the help, especially that at that age? I think I recognize the signs, like, seeing what my mom went through and the anxieties that my family goes through. I think I just knew to seek help. So did your, so growing up, like mm-hmm. we mentioned, you know, we both grew up in households that a parent, if not both, you know, lived with mental health issues. Well, that was common knowledge for you and your family? Um, it's something we knew about. And it's not something like, and something that we kind of talked about, we would joke about it, but we never, it wasn't something that we took seriously. Like my mom's side of the family, we all joke about how we all have anxiety. All mm-hmm. of us, every single last one of us were like that family of nerds that you see on TV right. and they're all pushing their glasses up. Well, we're doing that and seeking therapy. Right, right. <laughs> and it was just something that we had talked about, but you know, the therapy came later. I remember my mom going when I was younger. To therapy? Because you yeah, had spoken for, about yeah, when she, went for she, a had, little... she had gotten hospitalized yeah. for, like, the depression oh, I did and say anxiety. that on there. She's going to hate me. <laughs> That's my business, you motherfucker. Um, yeah, it, it was right after that that she had gotten help. And that's when I realized that that was a thing. You know, you start kind of recognizing those things in yourself mm. and not to rehash the whole conversation, but like being so afraid of, to be who I am. Right. You know, that right. was a whole other issue altogether. Well, yeah, of course. But we were definitely more open in your family about it because you guys didn't even acknowledge it. We, I don't even think we were like, aware, let alone. Right. Like, it wasn't something that we just like was hush hush. It was like, we this is who we know. are. Like, type <laughs> like of thing. Yeah. Did, yeah, get over it. So when, when did, like, for you, like, for me, I had kind of the example, right? So I knew I wasn't feeling well. I knew that it didn't have anything to do with my, you know, physical health. Right. You know, so I told my doctor. You were able like, to recognize. I was able to recognize the signs, but I also was able to communicate with my doctor. Like, I just feel down and sad and tired all the time. And like, I don't know how to normal. fix this. I can't right. sleep this away. Right. Um, so, like, how did you, I guess, how do you recognize the signs in yourself when you don't know what signs you're looking for? Um. So, I didn't. <laughs> I mentioned before how I was, what? I don't know, 20, maybe 18. A bit. 20. When my sister was like, that's just like right. you have anxiety. It's just anxiety. And I'm like, what do you mean that's just anxiety? Like, WT fuck. Uh, right. Like, what the fuck are you telling me? Like, so I did 
Um, that was, no, that was not the first time I saw therapy. I saw, I saw, I don't remember. I don't remember so much of my teenage years. <laughs> That's because you put, left them in a bottle. <laughs> various bottles. Various bottles. Yep. Um, Probably littering. Uh, I intentionally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's Return like, to Stephanie Green. Or don't, please. Or don't. <laughs> um, I remember my first intentional time going to get help. I was for the anxiety stuff where my sister had just casually passed on to me that, like, no, you're not fucking just some weirdo. Like, that's anxiety. Like, you can get help for it. And I just remember being blown away. Like, oh, my <gasps> God. Right? What? But I went to therapy, um, they gave me meds, and then I think it was probably within two, three weeks, I just stopped. It wasn't, <clears throat> I feel like I, for for me at that point, it was like, I've been living with this my whole entire life. Like, it's just, I'm not going to put in all this extra work. Like, I'm doing fine. Yeah. Like, I've been living with it. I didn't even know it was a thing, like, leave well enough alone type a thing and I just I stopped therapy and I obviously didn't continue my meds and went on for years um the biggest thing for me was obviously after I had my daughter that was when I was like okay okay this isn't just I can just deal with this right this is like okay this is shit I can pass on this is shit that she can pick up from me this is shit that's like gonna Absolutely, 100% impact her and, like, her life and her well-being and, like, the way she sees life and sees things and, like... It's a direct impact. Direct. Yeah. So, that was when I was like, all right, it's fucking go time. Like, started therapy and didn't stop until a month or two ago. So, what I find really interesting is that you and I, we kind of see... Let me just preface this by saying, like, why it is very much me at his age. Like, you know, friendly, trusts everyone, a little bit of an introvert, very nerdy, mm -hmm. you know, and, like, my world's my world and, like, right. do whatever you want. Right. Um, he's how old? 15. I don't know if you mentioned that before. Oh, he's 15. But, like, emotionally, he's there, too. Like, he's not as mature as I was at 15 because he didn't have to go through certain things. Of course. Right. But he... Um, like me as a kid, like you look at him the wrong way and he cries. Um, he yep. feels it in yep. his soul. You yep. know what I mean? He doesn't just feel it in his gut. He feels it in his soul. Very sensitive, yeah. Very. Um, you know, and if I tell him like he did something wrong or, you know, he gets teary-eyed. He you know, yeah. and like I'm thinking about my parents, like, stop crying. Why are you crying? You don't need to cry. You have no reason to cry. Mm -hmm. Or I'm just like, finish crying. Right. Let's talk when you're done. Right. You know? Um, which it also took me a while to learn that I was repeating patterns saying, like, stop crying. You know? Was there anything that, like, what made you catch that? Did you just hear yourself I one day just, saying yeah, it out loud? I think I just like, heard me. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, let's not let this repeat itself. <sighs> but it's going back to, like, what I find interesting is that, like, we're, we're recognizing the signs. And we're able to, we, we want to change history, right? We don't want it to repeat itself. Fucking okay, yeah. A. Did our parents not have 
Is there, I think. Like, I'm so glad you because are bringing this up. To me, it's like, I'm going to have the, give my kid the childhood I didn't have. And I just feel like I keep having the childhood that my grandmother had, that my mother had, that my great-grandmother had. Like, bro, like, when does the fucking cycle stop? And why am I being womanized? And why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm really glad you brought that up because there, I, there's been, I don't even know how many sessions, therapy sessions I've had, especially in the beginning, right after I had my daughter. Um... That I just remember feeling so, so many mixed feelings, like angry, but also understanding and sympathetic, but also confused and like. A little resentment. Yes. Yeah. Like, why didn't you fucking do better? Or why didn't you just like figure it out or like keep trying to figure it out or like recognize even not even just figure it out but like recognize that like but then at the same time it was like we do what we can yeah we do the best we can and if we don't know better we literally can't do better so it was a very much tug of war with my emotions of like this hurt and anger and resentment versus like this understanding and this sympathy and this empathy of like you probably weren't fucking aware and there probably wasn't I don't even know do you know what I'm trying to say like like so. you you did your best right like, and so had you been able to like change things or work on things or fix things maybe you, you would you have. probably would have so knowing that do you hold what am I trying to ask like is there any blame placed on your parents in your mind based on your circumstance like i know that you're like okay well you you can't if you don't know better you won't do better but is there a point where you're just kind of like but you could have saved me like you could have made this easier on me yeah it's i think my default like as understanding um and accepting as i am and have been with like especially my parents and like you did your fucking best like they didn't have perfect lives or childhoods or situations or they were 19 when they got married and started popping babies out i'm one of six three <laughs> yes right like <laughs> and my mom started at 19 like of course there's gonna be fucking shit like but Yes, I I still definitely struggle with, I don't even know if it's like, um, I think it's just kind of like a hurt or like an unfairness of like, why am I able to, to like catch it and like have this awareness of like, no, like this, I need fucking help for this. Or like, I'm not passing this down or, you know what I mean? Like there definitely is like a... Yeah, I guess a resentment. Like, why? Like, maybe not all the way, but some hard feelings. Like, not a blame, but just, like, I'm still fucking pissed. Yeah. Like, why did I have to fucking like you be in this you could have totally mitigated whatever. this. Like, like, we could have. Yeah, it's But so at the same strange. time, it's like, I understand, you know, especially for my mom. She grew up in a very, like, religious background and, like, 
they didn't do doctors. They didn't do medicine. They didn't do. Oh, really? Not things. bad. Oh yeah, no way. There's. I've mentioned before. One of my cousins thinks he's Jesus. Like oh, that's there's right. no. Yeah, like there's no intervening outside of like church. You know what I mean? So like from my mom, like that's all she knew. So that's so interesting. Not to mention my mom, my grandma had like. A, a, Bipolar, depression, should stay in bed for weeks at a time. And, like, Sounds that's relaxing. what my mom grew up with, you know? Yeah. So, it like, it's very, it's very back and forth. Like, anger and, like, resentment. But then it's, like, I just, some parts of me feel like you just genuinely didn't know better. And, like, you therefore couldn't have done better than what you did. Yeah, I don't think but I then can it's have like, any of that. At what point, like, do you not, like, there's got to be more than right. this, right? Like, that's how I feel with Mia. Well, the other, the other, sh- the other hand, maybe the other, sh- the shoe's not dropping, right? So on, on the other hand is what I'm trying to say is I had that example of people who were seeking help, my family getting medicated for the anxiety mm. and, and it still didn't, the situation didn't stop change or improve it still was where i was supposed to be like it's all so very it's not a calculated or like purposeful what do we call them disorders diseases mental health afflictions or mental health disorders yeah Uh, yeah disorders yeah um there's just no um there's just no way to tell you know, people's anxieties can be social, they can be physical, they can be situational. They could be, I open my eyes. Situational is a big one. I can open my eyes. I know. Trust me, I know <laughs> situational is huge. Um, you know, and depression is, I, I almost want to liken the two sometimes because I feel like I can't have one without the other. They definitely go hand in hand yeah. the most I just want to be Cases like, I have depression-induced like anxiety or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Or anxiety-induced induced depression. depression. That's what I think I deal with. I don't think I just am naturally depressive. I think I'm so fucking anxious that sometimes I'm like, fuck it. I ain't getting out of bed. <laughs> or oh I'm God. so anxious I'm not leaving the house. It's not. It doesn't count if you plan it, right? <laughs> I don't think that's no. depression. No. <laughs> that's just like fuck it all. So do do you ever find yourself having like resentments or like how do you feel about no. your situation I was see, kind of opposite of mine? Well, I see that my like so my mom and my aunts and my cousins, like they all I know it spreads through the females and then here I am. Um a female with a big old big old female. <laughs> <laughs> So, did you just name your penis? Big old female. female. That's right. All right. B O F. So, um, and just, just kind of seeing. I sunk, <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, I wish we could tell you. <laughs> one day we will. One day. Um, yeah, so I, I think seeing my mom and my family kind of do what they can to medicate and find help one way or another, 
you know, I think that that kept me from the resentment, like they were actively trying, even though it didn't happen until my teenage years. But then I met my grandmother <laughs> who came here all the way from Brazil and I'm like, the neurosis runs deep. Your mom's mom. Yeah. It just, we bleed anxiety. You cut us open and literally the it's letters just, fall out. Yeah, like, it's the alphabet soup. It's, yeah. it's not blood. Oh, it's just, and but we know where it comes from. So, so... I don't know how to... This might come off don't worse than I intended Do it to. anyway. Oh, um, so you're intending it to be bad. No. I'm intending it to be neutral. Okay. But it's going to not sound neutral, I think. Um, you spoke about how, like, you grew up watching, like, your aunts, your mom getting help and, like, seeking treatment and stuff. Do you feel like... As you were coming across these um, same issues that you were given, like, hey, or do you feel like you were kind of on your own with, like, going to get help and, like... Oh, I was so on my own. Yeah, no, that's... So did that, did that kind of create anything for you? Or was it just... Well, I, I can't say... Actually, my mom, when I told my mom, she actually just said, tell your doctor. It was in high school. I can't remember a lot more from there. But, yeah, there wasn't anything like that. I think just, I think I'm in good company. And it's really what it comes down to, you know? Yeah, yeah. My mom, my cousins, my brother, my sister, you know, my sister self-medicates. You guys remember episode 10. And, <laughs> and I think my brother might do the same, but like I deal with it by kind of punishing like, yourself at the gym. Not always. I'm just kidding. No. Um I don't know. I just I kind of dealt with it by tackling it. Like I take my time to kind of get there mentally, you know, and do my coping and whatever. And then once I'm ready, it's like hyping yourself up gradually. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. And then just one day you're kicking down the door. So do you think being a dad yourself now, if you see similar... I will be the first one to tell Wyatt, there are tools, there is help, there are people you can talk to that dad won't know a damn thing what you're saying unless you're trying to harm yourself. Right, right. Like, I would give him every tool. So not to throw shade, I fucking love your whole entire family. And I, by zero means, mean this in any kind of way. But, like, do you think you will be more proactive with, like, this is, this could potentially be depression and or anxiety. Like, 100%. Let's go get help versus, like, oh, yeah, you're, well, not just that, but, like, Oh, yeah, go tell your doctor type of thing. And again, I mean, no disrespect no, I don't think, or no I don't think that like, that's I a don't... question, a disrespectful question. I think saying, like, go talk to your doctor was probably the right thing to do in that circumstance. Um, with Wyatt, you know, the diagnostics of it all is just so... Honestly, I feel like you just got to tell your doctor you're depressed and then, like, here's some medication. Yeah, but you started at such a young age, right? Yeah. And why it's right around that age. Right around that age, but different circumstances for him, too. Of course, but I also don't see him as being the kid that's going to go to his doctors and be like, hey. No. 
You're right. Which You're is, probably right. Which is my question okay. of like so where where do you think you'll Oh, why did I so open? I would just tell him, feel like you're not being your usual self. This, you know, I'm noticing X, Y, Z. How are you feeling? Are you okay? But would you like take him by the hand and walk him to a doctor and be like, look, we think this could Absolutely. be depression and anxiety versus he wouldn't have like how you grew up with like, you were able, yes, to see it. So you had more awareness of, like, what you're potentially struggling with. Right. But then, like, just kind of being told, like, well, yeah, go tell, go tell your doctor. You know what I mean? For him, he's, he, like you said, he's growing up in different circumstances. And he's also. Yeah, no, I think I would walk him down. Or maybe I'd call the insurance company and be like, or his doctor and say, I need a referral. He's not but, doing well. Yeah. You know, who can you send us to? And he would just have to deal. But I also don't want to force him into something he's not ready to do, too. You know, you can't force a person to talk. Mm. But you can give Especially them all the tools. It's like that stupid old, like, cliche adage. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Right, right. That kind of thing. Yeah. You know? So there comes a, a certain level of being able to help yourself in these situations, too. You know? But for those that you can't help, they have laws where you can, like, section them and, you know. Yeah. Thank God my family wasn't aware. <laughs> <laughs> and thank God they're still not. <laughs> uh, help and therapy and, you know, especially for me, not having any idea that, like, oh, this is stuff that I could get help for. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? My yeah, they're not going to be tortured for it. Yeah. You know, that's... My whole purpose for the frigging intense therapy that I've been going through since I gave birth is solely for her. Right. So, you know. Right. I and understand I think that. That's, yeah. And I think that's part of, like, where the struggle comes in, whether it's like, what the fuck were our parents doing? You know what I mean? I know. But I at really the same time, it's like, I guess I'm not, I'm I'm angry at their circumstances, but not like at my at parents them, specifically. Right. It's just, so but it's also, all the way around. right. It's also like, at what point do we just force ourselves to become aware or like, how do you become aware? Like, why are we so much more aware than our parents were? When, like, you mentioned earlier, like, you met your mom's mom and was like, okay, this and is fucking this is great. And, like, <laughs> she got it from she made us all their own her life. mom. And her mom got, you know what I mean? Like, right. at what point is it like, okay, now it's our job to fucking do better for our kids? I think, I think now... <laughs> For us, you know what I mean? This We're the first ones to recognize it, and this is how it's working out. So we're going to make it easier for our kids. We're going to make it easier for their kids. And by the time they have their kids, it'll be a non-issue, right? No stigma. That's the goal, yeah. Therapy will be like a, an elective that you take in college. So, yeah. Or high school, even. That would be wonderful. Yeah. Right after taxes class. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, seriously. Take the fucking... Geometry and the algebra and shove it oh, up your ass. Oh I just god. need to know how to do my taxes. Oh my god. So I can stop spending too much money on them. Fucking Christ. Mm. The whole idea of 
mental health awareness in our own um, or in our own circles or our own family um, as a, a topic that's not talked about when you're in a family that fucking talks about everything yeah or everyone else's everything <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> even more right 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 and, uh, they don't even talk shit about people's mental health issues. Like, right. It's just kind but of But they're a, like, did you see no those no. shoes she wore? Mm. Oh, my God. Big CFM shoes. Come fuck me shoes. Oh, yep. So that's what they're like. They're focused on more superficial things, you know? Just like, I guess the world is just there. That's where they've been. That's how the world's been. It's all been material. You know, and then you yeah, have, I like, think it's a huge mental health awareness. A huge factor of like, I've never dealt with anxiety, so why you are having a panic attack over or how going do you even know this is anxiety? Gas. Like that you were able to like, oh, it's just anxiety. Okay, I'll go get help. But like, you could have just been like, what do you mean it's just anxiety? I don't understand. Mm. You know what I mean? Kind of. Like. I just, I, I just think it's so fascinating that, like, well, not fascinating, but, like, your situation with your sister. Oh, and she just so yeah. nonchalantly was like, oh, well, it's, it's just, just anxiety. anxiety. Meanwhile, I'm like, what the fuck yeah, do WT you mean? Fuck, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. you went. I didn't and, know you were specifically yeah, no, yeah, talking no, about me. No, yes, you. Yeah, yeah. You, right there across yeah. the table from me. <laughs> I thought you just kind of meant in general. You hitter of microphones. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Shaker of tables. All right. Shoop. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna it, shake just, up something besides my own life. No, <laughs> it's just it's just so interesting to kind of see that dynamic, right? Because you could have just it's just what well, I don't know what that is. Right, right, right. And just continued on. Right, but instead you were like, oh, oh, you well, mean I can I don't fucking like get Let's help go. for this? It's amazing to me how people don't know to seek help. Um, my favorite question um, that I've gotten, because I'm so open about my mental health, everything is, um, when did you know to seek help? Get help, yeah. And my response is, the second I found out, you can't do it by yourself. You can't, you can't take on the world's yeah, burden Yeah, the second you find yourself. out that it's actually something. Yeah. Something that's weighing on you emotionally. It's a burden. It's something that you can't Go to the gym. But you can't just. And just solve it. Right. Like my sister so nonchalantly informed me when I was 20. That's <laughs> just, just anxiety. Go yeah. get help. Oh. You just <laughs> okay. can't. You can't do it alone. And you need somebody to guide you. You need either the medication or the coping skills to do it. You know? It's funny, actually, that you just mentioned that because I, I've even spoken on here for I don't even know how many times of how, like, I'm just feeling spunky. I don't want to do the work. I don't want to take the fucking meds. I don't want to yep. just... And, but it's a hard and... It was kind of difficult at the same time of, like, you have to. I have to. Yep. I can't just 
no, like, ignore this one away. I can't just, I'll fucking figure it out. I'll deal with it. Like, I mean, yes, I can just deal with it, but that doesn't help it. That doesn't improve it. It doesn't deal, yeah. That's what I did from my whole entire life until my sister said, oh, that's anxiety. Like, you can get help. You know what I mean? If I could just deal with it, I fucking wouldn't be dealing with what I have been dealing with. And, like, it's just, it's frustrating to swallow the fact that, like, this isn't something that you kind of can just do on your own or figure out on your own or just tough through or... Whatever, like that was that was where I was that weeks ago where I'm just like, I'm fucking done with this. I'm done with therapy. I'm done with meds. I'm done right. with all this. Your skin is just never thick enough to deal with this. It's not and even it's, that. It's yeah. your fucking brain is actually your enemy. Like lacking things. It's a, yeah, it doesn't have the it's, it literally just doesn't have the tools. It just doesn't have the acumen to to acknowledge what you're going through, what that's an actual imbalance. Yeah, it's so, you can't. It's so fucking. Weird. I can't go to the gym with you right now and do your gym routine. I physically lack the fucking strength and the muscles and the health to do what you've been doing for years and what you've built your body. It's actually to a be perfect analogy. Do. Right, it's a perfect analogy. So. Therefore, I would have to start slowly and work myself up to where you are, which is what meds... But it's not working fast enough, so I fall off. Right. And I give up, and I don't want to fucking do this, and I'm over it. It's not working. It's not helping. That's meds. It's just... And that's where I just was weeks ago, where I'm like, I'm fucking done with this. But I mean, with you too, like you had this imbalance like uh, of... Not imbalance, but these meds that just... They were trial and error for you, oh which they is were all error. which is typical. But for you, it was just a series of error, error, error which error, is just error. so. It's not just discouraging. It's just it's really off putting. It's and, exhausting. Yeah, it's exhausting. I'm like I'm already dealing with fucking shit without right. the addition of negative effects of medication, and I'm a single mom with a fucking two year old that like I can't I literally and figuratively cannot be having these side effects and these challenges on top of my own side effects and challenges like I just we're done with that hat we're done with that hat I'm sorry (laughs) it is so fucking hot in here you know we even opened a window I felt better with the window open you don't I did and then all of a sudden I got hot again (sighs) guys you're just gonna have to deal with listening to the AC or the fan next time because all of a sudden, summer's here. It's literally all I was like, peekaboo, no spring. <laughs> and I'm on the third floor, so it's extra toasty. Yep, you've got extra toast. Butter, <laughs> Butter toast. toast. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastiani, 2017 Chardonnay. <laughs> um, it's, it's so important for people to acknowledge those things that make them feel um, inadequate or... Um, Incomplete, discouraged, demotivated. Depression is just such a real disease. Anxiety is such a real disease. A real motherfucker. They they honestly take over your entire life. It's just imagine if if you're not a person that suffers with this, consider yourself the most blessed in the world. Well, that's why I think there's such a stigma because people that just 
have never had anxiety or like depression or anything like that, it's probably near impossible for them to like understand like you're having a whole panic attack because you have to drive to somewhere you've never driven to before. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't make any fucking sense. You're full of shit. Like oh. stop being so dramatic. In the same way with like going into a store you've never been into. Right. You don't know who's behind that register. Right. Like seriously, dude. Right. I think it's ridiculous too. Right. It's just so fast. So I think that's where the fucking stigma comes from. Because now all of a sudden it's, dude, don't be so fucking dramatic. Like, you're so fucking weird. Like, this no. isn't a thing. And like, because just because they've never physically experienced it. So it's like. That kind of comment. They can't grasp it. Right. That kind of comment is literally the separation between somebody who goes, goes to deal to with help. it or someone who yep. fucking ends it. Yep. Yep. That's the distinction. Never speaks about it again and just deals and suffers through Until while their mental health gets worse and worse and worse decline. because that's yep. right. And then what? Yep. They've got a belt around their neck. They yep. are, they've OD'd on something. Yep. It's. I think it's just humanity's job. I'm not saying any one person should be responsible for another person's happiness or their depression or whatever. No, but at some point... But like, check on your strong friends. That one's a big one. Check on your strong friends. That one's a huge one. That was supposed to be the name of our last podcast. (laughs) Check on your strong friends. But that one's huge. You just, you help so much just by showing you care. Just by talking. Talking shows that. It really is. Being in ear shows that. So you were here for me for my, I just had a really big, huge personal blow out shit storm <laughs> <laughs> like i don't and i remember specifically i called my sister um it was last sunday morning mother's day naturally mm-hmm. um and i called my sister and i just you know kind of let her know everything that was going on and she almost instantly was like you know like did you call ray or like or did you like what are you and I was like no like it's just me and Mia like whatever it's over we're good like whatever and my sister's like you're not fucking good like call Ray and I'm like no it's fucking Mother's Day like he's doing a big brunch for his mom and like my sister's like oh my fucking god so she texts you and you showed up and like you fucking spent the whole entire fucking day with me and I just like two right now like and then you checked it checked in throughout the whole week and like now we're here literally a week later and I just can't imagine what this week would have looked like without just you just a simple friend a simple check-in yeah like just a it matters and you do the same for me like it's it's it just it, it made all the difference I just get beside myself there are people out there who genuinely just don't care about anything but themselves. You know what I mean? Like they're just genuinely in their own world. Yeah. But then you have those friends that like, they claim to be there for you through thick and thin, but when you're going through the thick and they know, and they know it and they just don't come out for you. Yeah. I, I think that's a testament to our 20 years. Like we're just, and it's funny because sometimes we can just sense when the other one's going through something and we just, or like twins, yeah. you know? Yeah, literally. Like, are you okay? You well, know. motherfucker, no. No, I hate you so much. <laughs> like, um, I just, 
but that's the big point I really wanted to drive home is like that's that's the key difference between you know your friend spiraling down and becoming even more depressed or just not wanting to even get there and just ending it it just it makes such a huge difference just being the hugest fucking difference like you came you showed up here and you know you took me out all sunday and stayed with me and and supported me through everything and then we're checking in on me monday and tuesday and wednesday and like is there anything i can do or just a simple like how you doing today like I was thinking about that, I think it was like yesterday, where I'm like, that made the fucking world. Like, my mom and my sister, they live down south, so it's, you know, they right. they physically couldn't have been here for me. And, like, you know, my dad has his own health issues, and my brothers just... Your brothers. Weren't, <laughs> my <laughs> my brothers. brothers, yeah, we're just not like that, but... And I just was like, that really made all the fucking difference and like I wouldn't have reached out to you had it not been for my sister to be like I don't fucking care if it's Mother's Day I don't care if it's fucking Father's Day and he's out on a cruise like I'm calling your best friend like you need someone right now you know Mm -hmm. whereas I was like no it's Mother's Day he's you know he's with his mom he's doing and my sister was like I don't like (laughs) I don't fucking care like no and I was thinking about that the other day, and I'm like, thank fucking God, because this week would have looked a whole lot different yeah, had well, I not had that it's simple... It's my supreme pleasure, first of all. And it's it's not it's a no-brainer for me, and unfortunately, it's not the case for everyone. Yeah, you know? and, and that's what I was thinking about the other day, where I'm just like, this... Had I not reached out my sis- to my sister, and she not had had the sense to like still text you, despite me telling her not to... Like, this would have been drastically worse and different. It would have been different, for sure. Like, I just, I, so it just, I get it And I'm not tooting my horn for our listeners. What I'm saying is, like. No, no, me either. I'm not, I guess my point is that, like, you know, the rate for suicide with depression and, like, these things were, like, I even told my sister, like, no, don't call Ray. Like, don't tell him to come here. Had she not, like, this would have been very different. I'm not saying I would have killed myself. That's not what I'm saying. But this week would have been very different. You know, so I get that, like, when we're going through things, it's super easy to be like, no, you know, I'm not going to. It's Mother's Day, my friend's with his mom, or it's, you know, a Tuesday, and I know my best friend has a lot of homework to do tonight. Like, this just, some things aren't as important. Some things are just more important. Right. Right. And, like, it really makes all the difference. So, literally, check in on your fucking friends, period. Your strong friends, (laughs) your anxious friends, your depressed friends, your busy friends. Just fucking check in. Especially if you know that there's something going on. Yes. It really can make all the difference. It makes it makes all the difference. Not that it can. It does. It, it makes, makes all, the, all difference. the difference. Yes, you're right. Um, so this is, we. I mean, we could go on forever on mental health issues, how we cope, how we deal. Um, I think we did a pretty good job at kind of, we, we didn't really have... Um, a scripted guide of sorts as to how we were going to talk about everything these last four episodes. Cause we, I think we do a lot better when we're kind of um, just when we throw subjects at each other too. 
um, yeah. like that. And um, we can literally just keep talking about the shit that affects us forever. Mm. But we also want to make sure that um, you, our listeners, have um, access to any of the resources that you have that you need um, to help you cope with your issues. Um, it doesn't have to be Mental Health Awareness Month for you to contact these places. It doesn't have to be um, a diagnosed condition, which is huge. Please, mm, yeah. you don't have to be diagnosed yeah. to feel bad. I just need you to know that. Fucking amen. Um, but, you also don't have to be on the verge of suicide. Right, right. You just if this you feel bad like a... and you feel sad and there's a pattern, honestly, just speak up and talk to a doctor who will refer you to a therapist. It's it's super natural for us to do what I did and like, no, it's Mother's Day. He's busy with his mom, oh, yeah. you know. And then my week, God forbid, I it's again, I I have a child. I. I've never thankfully have struggled with like suicide or suicidal thoughts, but it would have been a significinftly more difficult and and depressing yeah situation for me versus just knowing I had that one person like even a simple like how are you doing today like you know so if you are me and everyone else that struggles with mental health and depression and anxiety and don't want to be a, what's the word, a burden to your friends and to your family, reach out to these hotlines because this is their job. This is what they're sitting there waiting for. It's it's not Mother's Day for them and they're busy with their moms. Like, this is their job. This is what they're here for. They, and, and guys, it's super important. And I know we already said it, but to me, Having a diagnosed condition just means that you can be prescribed medication. So, yeah. That's all it really means. If you feel like you need help in any way and you're comfortable going to your doctor or aren't comfortable with, um, you know, going to seek some sort of therapy, you know, or I'm sorry, not seek therapy. Um, you're not comfortable just like discussing out in the open. There are avenues for you. Um, so mentalhealth.gov is a resource. Um, there is a lot on there. Um, mentalhealth.com, let's talk about it. Um, .gov, sorry. Um, they, along with coping with COVID-19, which people are still doing. Mm. Um, but there's um, information for suicide prevention, um, disaster distress, and for veterans. Um, our veterans are a big group that are afflicted with mental health issues, mm, yes. PTSD, etc., stemming from um, overseas battles that I don't think we've seen the end of in the last 23 years. Yeah, it doesn't appear. <clears throat> it's so. been pretty nasty. Um, so here, some of the featured resources that they have are help for young people, help for older adults, mental health expert resources, behavioral health equity. Um, and one of the things that I see here that I actually love that it's big um, national suicide suicide prevention hotline or lifeline um, 1-800-273-TALK 1-800-273-8255 or suicidepreventionlifeline.org um, veterans crisis crisis line also exists 1-800-273-8255 press one um, but mentalhealth.gov has a lot of resources for you i wish these were available for us when we were kids mm. i wish these were available for us um for 
everyone. I mean, think of the people we've lost in our lives to addiction, oh et cetera, say, stemming yeah. from... My cousin killed himself. So I just, I really, I strongly encourage everyone to get help and... and it's so easy to convince ourselves not to. And There's never, so ever, many ever blame reasons. yourself for anything. There's so many more reasons why we shouldn't or why we can't. Oh my God. Or why we easily can justify not doing just it. So just many, like, just like, can easily oh justify no, not don't scrubbing call my the best bathroom. On one of the most severe traumatic events that I've Yeah, I don't even know how through. that crossed like, your mind. Because that's just. I know. Yeah, that's the fucking. Anxiety and depression and everything else adjust. It's so easy to just ignore it. Or, like, so these things are beautiful in the sense that, like, I can reach out to somebody without the guilt, Mm -hmm. the quote-unquote guilt of, like, oh, it's Mother's Day and I'm going to be taking him away from his mom on Mother's Day just for, you know, to come help me. She was like, go. (laughs) <laughs> my sister was like, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. Go hug to my like, sister. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Bring that bitch back here. Fuck out. I'm back in one piece, please. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah. So these, these things are beautiful in that sense where it's like you're not connected to these people. You're not, you don't have some sort of guilt or like some sort of excuse of like, uh, you know, it's. Oh, it's Wednesday night. I could never call my best friend. It's two in the morning. Like, she'd kill me if I woke her up. You know what I mean? Yeah. These things are great. It's like ordering your food online without having to call the pizza place. Oh, my God. It's huge. Fucking I get anxiety for calling restaurants. Oh, my God. So That's bad. how, like, my life started as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's pizza night. Only if Steph will call the anxiety. pizza place. Yeah. I call them, but I still have the anxiety. I don't still call them. I still order you online. Still order <laughs> but, guys, <laughs> like, just because this is the end of our mental health awareness series does not mean you've heard the last of our mental health woes. Oh, yeah. That's why we started yeah, this. So, it just happened right? <laughs> to be close to Literally, yeah. just happened. Um, but yeah, this is this has been a great series. It's been a great conversation. I know it's been a little bit over the place, all over the place, but that that was kind of intended too, so you guys could see. That's kind of what mental health looks like. Yeah, it really <laughs> Good is. Good days, bad days, dude, fucking, and everything in between. Everything in between. Um, send Chaos. us your questions and. Tell us about your mental health issues. If you don't want us to read them, tell us in the body of your email. Um, or reach out yeah, for yeah. personal support to us. Yeah. We would love to Send support you. Resources. you in, yeah, resources or just simple understanding and, you know. Yeah. No, I do know. Yeah. Do you guys know? <laughs> no. Email us if you know. <laughs> yes, you've been ill-advised at gmail.com or Facebook and Instagram. Go ahead. I don't remember them. Ill-advised the podcast. Ill-advised the podcast. Yes. Um, and guys, as always, we'll be back to our regular format next week, which I'm really excited for because I miss it. Um, this has been nice, but I miss our mm. I miss our columns. I met, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yes, and um, as I was saying, thank you so much for listening. You are important. You deserve to be here. You are loved and you are wise. You also have been ill-advised.